Welcome to Bleed TV, the podcast of the best shows on TV. And I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And tonight is Game of Thrones, the season premiere. Oh, God. And, uh, this was quite a moment for me last night. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I love this episode, but I've had a lot of mixed reviews on it from a lot of different people that I've been talking to. Then you cuss those people. <laughs> That's all I got to say. And I, I freaking loved it. Start to finish. There were a couple of editing decisions that I noticed that were a little off here and there. I can't wait to discuss, but uh, man, I, you know, I just, you talk about a show you're ready to have back. This was it. Everybody knows I'm the massive fanboy for this. Um, I just love that feeling when you just jumped right in. You know, you, you felt it immediately. Well, just hearing the theme song again gives you like the oh. goosebumps and you're like, oh, yes. I, I love, love what it. I'm in store for. I absolutely love it. Um, well, let's get to particular out of the way. A director was Podesta. What was it called again? The, the Red Woman. The Red Woman. Now, what does this signify? A lot of different people. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. That could go a bunch of different I gotta, ways. I got to be honest. You were talking about having some uh, negative reviews or mixed mm-hmm. reviews on it. I'm betting they're book readers. Mainly the no, Adam. It was all TV show people. I am very surprised because there's some stuff in here that had me like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Uh, I know exactly what you're yes. talking about. I mean, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. I, I was quite miffed that we lost the Dorns, you know, the Dornish people. I couldn't be more upset, mainly because Arrow Hotar, Hotar? Area Hotar. Is one of the greatest warriors in the seven in the seven kingdoms. Couldn't tell you that. Never saw him even hardly pulled an axe to somebody. Instead, he took a small. Let's not jump there. Small just dagger in the back got to the blade, to the shoulder blades, and I was just like, "This is what takes him out." This. I'm sorry. This was the biggest like no. This was a huge disappointment. Oh, it was, man. It was like cutting my throat now. I just, you know, I mean, I, I was so wanting Dorne to be more to this. Loved how they did it, and Dorne's definitely not done, but. Just killing off Dorn Martell, like it cannot be overstated how big of a mastermind that guy is. Like, I mean, he's on par with Tywin and just uh, slaughtered. Yeah, you're right. He's on par with dead. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. But like you said, his bodyguard, yeah. his bodyguard going out like that it was the biggest, like, no. I didn't even get this guy in a single scene of doing something awesome. He blocked one of Jamie's sword swipes and gave a little chide comment, and that was it. I mean, he's just such a letdown. <laughs> of all these amazing badass characters, this show has created. This guy had some of the highest potential, and all we get is a small three-inch dagger in the back, and he folds like a dead fish. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you what. In the book, he has he lives out most of his potential. He's not even dead yet in the book, so he gets some pretty badass scenes in the book too. So this is quite devastating for book readers. Yeah. I mean, I hate to compare him to another Lannister, but he is compared to Jamie Lannister with two hands. Like he's at that um, level. I'm I'm just like, what in the heck is DB and Weiss? I mean, what are they doing? I mean, no, why? They have to go off. They I mean, have great to shock value. Cause to be honest with you, there's also a lot of blah, 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 blah. And Dorn in the books. So you just kind of, you know, they had so to, they went ahead and severed that, huh? They had to make some cuts and stuff, I realized, but this was super, super crazy. And what do you think that about seeing Dorn walking? I was okay with that because I know. Yeah, I mean, it's like he has gout, right? Well, I mean, he's got severe gout. Like, he hasn't walked in years. Yeah, well, he looked like he was struggling. Yeah. And I mean, well, we're just jumping into the episode on the ramp. Oh, I'm part. sorry. Well, you know, let's go ahead and be honest. This was the most shocking point yeah. of the entire episode. Oh, no doubt. And uh, so, except I'm, for all the young lads who uh, 
fancy Melisandre. <laughs> their nighttime wandering. And yeah, so. there was uh, there was a lot of entertainment before I, after the episode. I guess you should say. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. There could have been a killjoy there at the at the very uh, end. Could have. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, at least we know. Oh, she's good in bed because of experience. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, there's no oh, magic about it. God. been around the old block. <laughs> she's a mountain bike. Everybody rides. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Rode hard, put up wet. Oh man. Okay, enough of that crap. <laughs> Look, let's just go ahead and get right to the, the beginning of it. We we immediately go right back to Jon Snow's body. I and I love the, the sweeping shot of the wall and everything, dude. I mean, like I was really curious how they were going to really go right back. You know, are they going to go right to his whole situation or whatever? And they do. And I was very happy they did. I thought that was a great decision on their part. You know, um, and I think it's it's really cool how they've set the whole part up with you know Castle Black. You know, we have a group of seven guys around a body and a wolf, and you know the rest of Castle Black. You know, well, and I love how we've been building up Davos learning to read just so he can read traitor. I mean, I think that's got to be the focal point of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he would have never known why John died. Okay, yeah. So they pick up John's body. Was his blood in the shape of a dragon? This is going did, all over the internet. Where did that come I'm from? I'm serious. This is all over the internet. I have not even seen this. That his blood stain on the ground is in the shape of a dragon. We'll have to go blah, blah. This. People got too much yeah. time on the hands. I saw a picture. I was like, eh, it's pretty ink blotty, splotchy dragon. <laughs> yeah. going there, but um, the, the, the abstract. No. I saw several posts about thinking that his blood stain. And remember, Davos does a double take of his blood stain. You remember this? Yeah. It's not going to be because it looks like a dragon. I don't. I thought it looked like burnt dust or something. To me, his blood looked black. It looked like ash. To yeah, me something. something was a little off, you know. So, I don't know, man. That one's too much of a stretch. Even if he does end up being whatever, like this was not foreshadowing of that I, by any no, means. No, I'm sorry. I'm just asking if anybody else noticed. No, I'm gonna I'm say people got too much time in their hands. I didn't and try to connect it. the dots too quick. I didn't know? see it, but I was curious about Davos's double take, just staring at the blood stain. I, I think he was know. just devastated I just that think the Lord was, Commander was just yeah. murdered. I just think he realized that anybody and everybody he valued as a leader and commander is dead right now. Yeah, but you know? it's still weird though. They show Davos's double take, and then they show an actual frame of the blood stain. I know. Yeah, I mean it's it's. It's kind of random why they would do that. Maybe it is an Easter egg, maybe, or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I, I, I didn't go to that. But I, but I do agree with you. I love the setup of this. Yes. Where Dolores Ed and six or seven other brothers and Davos are locked yeah, up in the room. Wolf, you know. Now, let me ask you this. Is that Jon Snow or is that a, just a, is that a dummy? What do you mean? Like, is, uh, was that a fake body or was that actually the actor? I got to be honest. I thought I saw him blink one time. I thought it was straight up the actor. Yeah, I think, it I had think to it's be him. The actor. I think it's him, and, it, and if anything, it makes me even know for sure he's coming back. Oh, he's definitely coming back. Like, I don't yeah, see I mean, that's just that that, that kind of sealed the deal for me because that was not. You can just tell. You know, we're so detail oriented. You can just tell when it's a prosthetic body and. Well, fake. and he was down like in filming and everything, so I don't yeah, see. Yeah, so how I'm. It, 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 it's sealed. It's sealed the fate. For now me. I think it'll be like another two or three episodes because it definitely looks like they're wanting to build the women up this season. Yeah, there is, and you know now they've given a time frame. You know they got until the evening before Davos has to make a decision on what's going to happen. Well, that's so. just to give the body back. They don't have to necessarily resurrect them by the evening. All right, this is also our first glimpse into the humor of this episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, hilarious. I was laughing throughout. Yeah, the episode. yeah. Uh, I'm loving 
Davos so far. Right now, Davos is top tier. The, the guys He's crushing it. With his writing is very good. Obviously, we all loathe Alistair Thorne. And, you know, at first we get the, you're a traitor. You know, all the other black brothers are pissed off. You know, we get the they big speech. Quickly. But they kind of turn pretty fast. Yeah, I mean, well, you, you don't want to be that, that one thorn in the bush. You know, the, you know they're going to clip you off. They'll you know? prune you quite quickly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I totally understand how they, they that quailed real quickly, you know. I mean, I was just reading a bunch of comments, and Ollie is getting hit hard. I mean, people are wanting them to resurrect Ollie's parents so they can murder Ollie's parents in front of him again <laughs> just to give him a little bit more retribution. I don't know. That, I think that's what Ollie – that's what – not Holly, but what Game of Thrones, what makes it so great is that just when you think there's a glimmer of hope or there's a shine, you know, a light of the tunnel, this, that, or so on, they're going to cut it away and make your heart hurt that much worse when you think one way to the other. And I think that's what's great. You know what I mean? We watched Hard Home last year and we're like, yes, Jon Snow is the badass. We can't believe like that. An episode or two later, he's getting stabbed to death right there in his own castle. <laughs> you know, you're just like, no, you know, so. I well, think that's what this show does. You see Ollie's parents get murdered by Tormund's group. Yeah, And massacre. now you'd love Tormund. Oh, yeah. Love him. Well, it's just like right now. I, I am a huge Cersei fan, wanting her to... Oh, she's my queen. Yeah. I can't wait to see what this chick pulls. You know? <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. In this episode, you see her. You know, she comes, she runs all the way down there, wants to see Marcella. And she's toast. You can just see her face change, you know? Well, and then, dude, how about her commentary about imagining her, seeing her mother bloat and then her lips crawl and her teeth show? And I was yeah. like, I was like, thank God I hadn't eaten dinner an hour before already because <laughs> I would have I been sick. Well, you mentioned her running down to go see that one Dornish ship. And there was two uh, stowaway passengers that I oh, didn't think this were is, on. Oh, this has been one. a hot topic. What do you call it? Well, Hold on, on Twitter. before you jump into that. Oh, no, no, no. Cool part of the Cersei scene was that Marcella was laying on a bed with a golden shroud yeah. on the boat. That's a cool little thing. Because yeah. you know the prophecy is about the golden shrouds for her children. So, pretty cool. I like how they filmed that. And yeah, now we I may like speak the, of your stowaways. Yes, uh, you know... The, all right, I'm going to give the credit to Twitter. I think this was TV Attic who was sending this like that. And he's one who said, so did y'all notice that last year the three Sand Sisters were on the dock with the mistress and they kissed Marcella and that boat went off and they, Tristan was on them the whole nine yards and she dies, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then all of a sudden, two Sand Sisters were on the boat and they kill Tristan with a spear to the head. Well, By the it, way, awesome death and a complete idiot for turning his back on a sand sister. Well, at first, like he pulls out the sword. I was like, okay, Tristan's a little bit of a war. I'm excited to see this. And then he immediately turns his back. I was like, he's dead. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> I mean, and then you blink and you see his nose detached from his face when the spear go through it. And I was like, awesome, and, but and then just, you're an idiot. And then I mean, it hits some of that comedy. And the other sister looks directly at him. And is like, you greedy, greedy bitch. Yeah. And it's just like that's a perfect comment. Yeah. This is how I hope the Sand Sisters continue. You know, they're still cheesy. Murdering twelve-year-old boys. They are a bit cheesy. They're still cheesy. They, I, they're I, the, they are the weakest casting and directing and setting up of any character on this show. At this point, I feel like they almost have to just run with their cheesiness. 
I'm sorry. I hope they not. need to have, the ship needs to run aground and watch them, dr- dr- you know, drown a miserable death. It is, you know, do oh, us a favor. They should get their comeuppance. This, I'm sure, is, this is the opportunity. Instead of having, you know, Hotep and uh, you know what's the David Martel? What's the, the Doran Martel? Doran Martel. They should have been the other way around. They should have ambushed the. You know, they should have got word of Marcel and had the guys come in there and slaughter the Sand Sisters and the Mistress. And then that's how the storyline. Instead, we got the opposite. That would have been more Honestly, entertaining. I, I gotta agree with you. <laughs> yeah, that would have been more entertaining to me to see those three barbecued hanging from you know the gardens. You know, <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. I mean, it's it's just they it is atrocious. Those are the three worst casting. I, I know I'm harping, but well, man, and I don't see how comparison. she how she did such a good job in season four that they wanted to give her this expanded role. I mean, now, I was, like the mistress. Now the mistress, I can I, she is. I bad still don't like her, Obara. She she is the she looks the part she commands the part I like her I got no problems with her you know it's it's the three sisters that are just a complete joke but I think that's the thing a couple seasons ago she had um, the red viper yeah to kind of lift her character very he's much on so. the screen he, and she's there he lifts everyone on the screen I mean he was the best character the show's ever had right so now you add her and then you have to put the sand snakes around her she can't carry their weight too you know what I mean there's no way I mean, they, they don't carry I mean, just their outfit doesn't even look right just the way they carry them it just uh, it, do, it doesn't feel right I, I don't know and I'll be honest with you the whole Dorn scenario and the boat and everything where in the hell is my man Braun? Living up in the castle, making babies. That's songs. who I'm missing. Yeah, he's out of prison. He's happy to be home. Now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he got a bigger yeah. castle. Like, he's making babies. He's living his life. I, I, I was one thing I was disappointed most about the episode is that I didn't get to see my man Braun. <laughs> well, he no. ain't gone. The, the yeah. man that I was sad we didn't see any was good old Peter Baelish. Oh, yeah. The little finger. There's a uh, there, he's still doing a lot behind the scenes. I feel like, but I definitely want to see him popping up. So there is a theory that was going on on Twitter that was popped to us. A question is that is it possible that Baelish Littlefinger is behind or part of manipulation of the Sons of Harpy? No, I don't see it. I call I that so. a bridge way too far. Yeah, that's too much. Too much. Too much. Because I mean, I know he said always keep your enemies guessing and do things that don't benefit you, but everything still benefited him, and I don't see anything over in marine benefiting him yeah I, I i thought that was way way too far of a reach and so on plus not having him in here and so on but i think i think they're definitely setting us up for a major character to figure out who's leading the you know the harpy i just don't think it's him i don't know i think you might be surprised by the harpy situation i I think it's just going to be some Miranese people. Yeah, uh, it's probably going to be some offhand person that they introduce at the end and they're brutally murdered by a dragon. Okay. All right, I'll go with that. Uh, your big political players, obviously other than Varys and Tyrion up there, are all in Westeros, not in Essos. Well, and uh, the guy that's funding Daenerys, Illyrio. I mean, he's a slave trader and all that. But he gets such a small role, you know. I'm not too concerned with what he's doing yeah but, but i mean he's Varys also is, not yeah Varys's guy but well since we're talking about Tyrion and Varys and stuff like that what did you think about what they were showing on this episode great tit for tat between them the i love the conversation but i think them walking through a town that is under unrest is unrealistic 
to me, that looked like they were moments away from somebody walking out and slaughtering both. It did. Then I knew it was like, well, they wouldn't do that to our most beloved character. So it was kind of contradictory. It didn't for me just because Tyrion is so his need to being great is getting to know the people and getting to understand what people want so he can give it you, to them. I you just gotta don't remember see back to Tyrion's beginning where, like Tyrion was put in charge of the sewer systems in <laughs> Lannisport. Okay, where he came from, his, that's his dad did it as like a shaming technique. He's like, I won't give you any power, but I'll put you in control of the, the sewer, sewer systems, systems and. The, but he made him amazing. He made everything run perfectly. So it gave it got him respect with the low people. You know what I mean? The people that really need that to to be good. So that's what he's doing again. He's starting at the bottom. He's gonna start working his way up and like gaining favor from the locals, you know? But also, yeah. there's a lot of great humor in these scenes. The, oh, my God. The lady oh, thinking yeah. that I mean, I, I, he I was going to eat her child, I thought yeah. was great. The dialogue and all of those <laughs> scenes were fantastic. <laughs> he said, I used to steal from you when I was, steal from people like you, like when I was a boy. It's, it's a yeah. like, when you used to be a boy, because now you don't have a cock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, man, I miss these two. Low yes. blow. Low blow, Just, literally. Yeah. <laughs> I love these two guys together. They're yeah. perfect to play off each other. Yeah, it, it was it was definitely good. It was definitely good there. But we also get the boats burned to the crisp. I didn't understand that. I mean, that was... I think I know where it's going uh, based on some book knowledge or whatever like that, but I was amazed they did this. This is another thing that's off book and crazy. And I mean, anything that's What is the purpose us, of burning the, the, the boats? I don't... Well, it's just preventing Danny's army or anybody from leaving Marine. But you would think that they want her to leave Marine. Is also the thing. At this point, I think they just want to kill everything to do with her. Yeah, they want That's her right. existence to be gone. I guess you know. Yeah, don't want her to even come back. You know, so. But I mean, I think that's about all of Marine that we need. Yeah, that's about Marine. I think covered. Yeah, and I guess you could you, they, you talk about Danny. You know, um, how did y'all feel about the uh, Dorthraki? I, I wasn't really feeling them. Uh, you know, it, he wasn't what I expected. I thought we would see the actor who who left Drago, um, the original Blood Rider. Yeah, the original guy. I thought we would see him, and so that you know, he would see, we would have that moment where he recognizes her. Mm-hmm. But we didn't get that. You no, know, I thought that, that was kind of a surprise to me. Yeah, I'm with you, Cash. I didn't love the two that were kind of whipping her and walking her, talking about pussy hair and stuff like that that it, caught me off guard so much it did it caught me off guard a bit but i think they were they, just trying to come up with a conversation that was vulgar not realizing she could understand what they were saying yeah but uh, they pushed the envelope too much it was unnecessary almost it's like i just didn't see dorothraki saying pussy hair at any point i didn't either language. if anything you were just talking like like the, the head guy says i'm gonna bed you yeah yeah and then he's over time you're talking about pussy and hair and all that stuff like that and it's like it's just not a, a common tongue or co- normal commentary but i think it was just when, meant to cause a oh uh, you know when they get in the tent though i love them when More they're playing humor. off each other and he's talking about one of the best yeah. things in the, the world. Yeah, the best thing you could ever see is seeing a beautiful woman for the first time. Naked and then, for the first time. Yeah. One of the guys like, well, I mean, sacking the city and enslaving all their people is a pretty great feeling. And they're like, <laughs> oh, well, breaking a horse. It's like, okay, okay. It's one of the top five greatest things <laughs> yeah. you can do in your yeah. life. Yeah. And, the, and the chicks who are intimidated by her beauty. Oh, she's a witch. Cut her head off. You know, mm. witch. Cut her head off. <laughs> Even if I was blind, they would tell me to cut her head off. <laughs> Which means I know you're beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I love this stuff. You know, I like how the women are still saying it is known. Oh, you know? that was one of the things I didn't realize I missed. 
until they started saying it is known and i was like yeah i've missed this so much in my life it <laughs> yeah. is known so if, did i remember this correctly so is she banished to go to some place where all the widows go yes. yeah vase delthrak um every widow of every cow is supposed to go there and live out the rest of their life and and so i thought can't this, leave there everyone. but it's also like a sacred place that's totally protected and I thought this was a very convenient way to streamline her uh, plot. Just because it'll be an easy place for Drogon to come fly down and grab her. And then everyone be amazed. And she will now have another Dorthraki army at her back. Huh, yeah. Maybe. I mean, that, that's just a guess. Maybe. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. I mean, that's, a, that's a another leap. I don't know. I mean, I just feel like it's something streamlined so they can get Danny going. Because her plot fumbled last year. So what about her two lovers searching for? Not intrigued. I'm a little. I was a little surprised because, you know, Dario let Jorah kind of take the lead every time. Yeah, he's you, the one getting I, off the I horse. I thought that was kind of strange searching too. Searching everything, you know, he's bringing up. You know, doesn't that drive you crazy that you love a woman who doesn't love you back? And he's not like sticking him in the ribs like he sh- he would normally. Like. Huh. You know, while you were gone, I was knocking the dust off that for <laughs> months. Yeah, you really. Know, I was her bed toy while you were out. You know, you know, Dario, who that is his character. Yeah, is not twisting the knife. No, like he's I over. He he's like, I, I gotta, I gotta respect that. You know, because you know, I'm like, okay, it's all right. Because he's kind of seeing himself as Jorah in 20 years, which is a little weird. Yeah, very strange. Um, yeah, I don't see it. I, you know. I it's think an, they're it's an odd them. pairing. Yeah, really I think they're is. wanting because they do so well with the pairings, and they're trying to push this one, and it just doesn't seem to work. And I don't even see what they're going to do if they find her. No, I, I like the pairing. I'm fine with it, but I'm just surprised that Dario's not twisting the knife like I thought he would. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm with you. And, of course, cool scene you know, where you actually see the fact that the horses were making the big circles mm-hmm. and there was an actual patch in the middle where they didn't ride. Yeah, because it would have been so random if he just happens to find that ring in the middle of that giant pasture and valley. No, it but it been. was like a target, basically. Oh, they yeah, it was right perfectly here. set up. It was pretty cool. Like that he said, it's cool. a horde of an army of horses. Yeah. Da, da, da. So that was really cool. That was actually those little extra details that made that scene that much better. Let's go ahead and get to Sansa. You know, what, what do we think about her situation? Last time we saw her last year, she jumps off the side of this, you know, this, this castle. Her and Reek, or what do we want to call her? The, um, Theon. When he's a good guy, is he Theon? Bad guy, Reek? No, he's or? pretty much Reek for me all the way through. Yeah, he's Reek to me. <laughs> he's becoming Theon for me. I don't know if he'll ever become Theon again. I mean, he is uh, I'm sorry. missing. Nutless is Reek to me. I'm yeah, he's, he's missing Theon's greatest piece. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he at least attempts to you know save sansa again in this episode and even pulls off a kill for the first time in a while other than throwing miranda off the top of a building yeah really uh, oh she looked grizzly too boy <laughs> how about uh, ramsey actually being a human for a second there looking at miranda i know it man i don't i didn't like it <laughs> I, I, I was shocked <laughs> you know i i think they were just showing it as motivation for his i want to kill her you know now more than ever and but. then just the greatness of hey do you want to bury her or burn her? That's good meat. Feed her to the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like no, yeah. no hesitation. Yeah. Uh, but going back to Sansa and Theon. But yeah, Sansa Theon stuff. Crossing the river, freezing cold, you know, running through the snow. He's telling her, I've seen what these dogs do to somebody. It's better to freeze to death. 
Um, Has anyone seen a bloodhound be vicious? No. Because I thought that was a weird choice. I was like, I've never known of a bloodhound to be tearing somebody from. But, he, but you never know that. That could have been just to find him and then you, go, you get put to the dogs. You know, that well, could because he has ways. different dogs. We've yeah, seen. we've seen the other episodes where the other dogs do tear into people. Yes. And they're not bloodhounds. So I, I think these are just his best tracking dogs. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, not a, it's not a bridge too far, you know, with that kind of situation. I agree. But I tell you. I, I love when Theon's like, yo, you know, she died. Da, da, da. Liar. You know? <laughs> you know? I can't wait to see what he does to you. Yeah, yeah, see, like, what he, oh, see what he what cuts off you this time. Off. You know? Yeah, what piece he cuts off you this time. And, uh, of course, the dogs come over there and circle her. And I was like, okay, yes, this is definitely more authentic and real. Yeah. Da, da, da. And I was like, okay. And I, I'm telling you, the whole time this is going, I was like, who's the only person nearby who can save their skin? And about that time, brr, brr, yeah. the horse comes out of there with old, you know, Brienne. And, and this was, was like, actually yes. a fight scene out of the books, but with different... Because it was Brienne's fight scene, but she was fighting some other people. And they just kind of made it this one, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, they're manipulating some characters and kind of combining some roles and stuff like that. But I just love Brienne. She is... Woo, man, she's awesome. Uh, now, you know what's crazy about this fight scene, in which I was really pleased they did this. And a lot of people actually talked to me and were like, I can't believe this happened. Get her she knocked gets off knocked the off the horse. Mm-hmm. She's not. She's getting kicked around. And this isn't by like a Jamie or you know an elite. This is just a real battle. And you know you would have these moments. And you know, and then what's her stooge? The guy uh, tripod. Yeah, uh, pod. Yeah, good old tripod. Uh, you know, and he's actually got some good little sword play. But it's not like he was winning, but he was in the fight. And I thought that was great. You oh, know? I love that he got a kill and finally. Yeah, well, I was like kill. I think. And and he, well, saved Tyrion. he speared a king's guard in the face. Um, yeah. So I mean, can you? I can honestly say these fight scenes were the most realistic. You oh, know, you know, real world, real life. You know, you can really hone in on. It. It's not like Brienne went up there and cleaned house one swing at a time and taking them in half. Well, know? I would have also been okay with that because she's got that Valyrian steel blade and everything, and she is a top notch warrior. She is, but you know, yeah, she got one. She knocked off rather easily. But I, I thought it was more valuable that it showed her. You know, she's getting knocked yeah. off and have to fight. But you gotta love when the guy's riding at her on the horse and she's standing Just, and she jump stabs him in the chest <laughs> and knocks him down. Yeah, that's fantastic. I yeah. man, I love Brienne. And then Theon getting a little save in there at the end. Yeah, you know, obviously what is it, what is it with redemption. the sword to the back of the fa- you know through the back through the face and neck area? That's like the fifteenth oh, yeah. time we've seen that. And always watch your six. Always watch your six at this <laughs> yeah. point in time. I'm telling you right now. Um, but yeah, you know they're clearly starting a redemptive arc for Theon, and finally Brienne gets to. Yeah. Keep a promise. Convey your oath. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Get an oath. Actually, solid. <laughs> and how about how about the whole? She couldn't even say her words right, and Pod had to kind of give her the heads up. Another great she's thing. She's not a she's not a queen or a princess. You know, she doesn't know these things. But Sansa did though. She studied all that and knew it. Now, I mean, it might have been beaten out of her, but she was very good with the studies. Yeah. So but, I found that odd. But I don't remember her ever having to do anything like that though. I mean, actually always, having to do it, no, but studying it. Like, if it was Arya, yeah, I'd be like, I, okay, yeah, she doesn't know a thing. I agree. I agree. But she's always been like a plaything and like a, a, a piece that's bargained back and forth, you know? Yeah, but I mean, she still learned these things was my thing with it. So you mentioned Arya. Whew. How tough was this to watch Arya this episode? This is kind of what I expected for her, honestly. Yeah, I loved it. Um, it was tough for me to watch. 
I'm not going to lie to you. She's one of my favorite characters. She's one of the few people who actually gets revenge and enjoys it. And her reward is blindness and, you know, peddling for coins and getting her butt whooped by, you know. <laughs> the waif. Well, know. and I really enjoyed the kind of daredevilness they did where they kind of cut off all of her senses and then we get this flooding of people chatting yeah, like and talking audio, about, yeah. hey, did you hear about the Kingsguard that died? Did you hear about this and that? And because, like, her plot is she's supposed to be gathering secrets and she has to reach a certain number every day. Man, please tell me the blindness goes away when we get back to Arya. That's what I want to know. I refuse to reveal book secrets. But, I mean, hopefully she's just using this as a better chance to become a better warrior like Serial was teaching her. Because, I mean, she's kind of gone through this, but now it's just an extreme case of it. Yeah, I hear you. Now, Blah. This is going to be clearly more Arya training sequences. She is being taught to use all of her senses. You know, not just her eyes. So, you see the hearing, like you talked about, you know, that's just honing that sense. Remember the guy who originally finds her before bringing her to the House of Black and White was the black guy with, who was also blind. And he was thumping dudes, you know. Anybody right. that came across her, he'd thump them and then bring her to the place, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. So, you got to assume maybe this is a sort of rite of passage type of deal. I think it's mainly just part of her training. And... I mean- and it's punishment for killing the Kingsguard. It's a right. punishment in training because, I mean, she's got to get better at learning play the lying game. She's got to learn how to tell different kinds of things. And, and just, be nobody. Yes, is what no. they're trying to teach her, is that she I got is you. nobody. I got you. Yeah, I, 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 I'm scooping what you're pooping. There, 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 there's no doubt <laughs> It's there. just going to be tough to watch if she's getting beaten to a point. Yeah, I, like I said, time. that's just one of you, when you had a, a favorite, you, you don't want to see him going down like that. So it's just... Especially when tough. the other girl's getting this much enjoyment out of it. I can't see. Not my problem. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a personal problem. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, who are we leaving off after this episode? I mean, we... we... Well, we had a couple things with uh, Marjorie. You know, just a small thing with the High Sparrow talking to her. That's true. You had the whole prison scene. You want to know about her brother. Confess. Confess. You know, and all But that. this is kind of a good cop bad cop type of deal yeah no um i'm happy marjorie didn't waver you know well she kind of did at the end he he's buttering her up a little bit oh no he's like you know you're on the road but you still have several miles you know yeah absolutely so we got a tiny bit of that um well i'm ready for, i'm ready for somebody to fillet him like a fish i mean we got the like jamie and cersei jamie's come is jamie gonna go back to kingslayer dude jamie's going back to just full-blown badass again i think because we haven't he only talks like that when he's around cersei Mm -hmm. he only acts this way when he's got her in his life so it's like when he was with brianne you love jamie i mean he was very redemptive he was a human he's gonna revert back to some of his more negative stuff i think for a little while at least the more natural side of himself well (laughs) i mean honestly jamie pushed bran out of a window yeah, if no hesitation, that, you know, yeah, he pushed him out of the window to kill him and ended up paralyzed. Jamie pretty much started this, right? So everybody forgets that because they were so in love with Jamie with his redemptive arc. But he's still a, a scoundrel, you know. Yeah. I mean, he's a bad you're, dude. You're right. So I mean, he's the reason Ned Stark was murdered in the because of what he did to him in the streets. He's one of the best gray characters in the show. I mean, oh, yeah. he just has so many layers that you have to weed through, you know, to figure out what what his 
you know, motivations are and stuff. But clearly Cersei is that devil on his shoulder that gets him going the negative way. Just like Bran's kind of the angel on his shoulder that gets him going the positive way. I can give you that. Yeah, I hear you. So the further he's from Brienne, the more we won't like Jamie. You know, I don't know. I might really like him if he goes into the. Well, if it's High Sparrow slaughter, I'm <laughs> yeah, good. really. I'll tell you, man. It's like a Game of Throner. Let me yeah, tell you, it's going to happen. I agree. I you agree, know. and I'd, I'd love to see him be strong with his left hand now. Yeah, you, you want to see him have that skill like he used to, and just you know. Do you think uh, he's magically gotten to that point because Braun was the person training him? I think he just learned to fight different with Braun now. Because you see, Braun doesn't fight fair. No, Braun is a very creative fighter. Yeah, he's a roguish dude who's just like, you know, he doesn't do the honorable thing and stuff like that. No, he finds a way to win and move on. Right. So, whereas Jamie, we've always seen, you remember the Ned Stark fight? He got super pissed when that guy stabbed him in the leg. You know, because yep. he just wanted a nice, honorable head to head fight. You know, so I think he's going to start moving away from that and be a little more Braunish. I would be okay with that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think he's going to have to be to be an effective fighter anyway. Yeah. To me, it's almost like his other hand needs to be like, you know, Merle off The Walking Dead. needs yeah, to have a, put a blade, on, blade it. on it or something <laughs> where he's, you know, it's he's formidable. You know? Although, hitting somebody with that iron hand to his would hurt like hell too. <laughs> you got that shot right. Let's just make it a boomstick. Yeah. Just karate chop. It's just like a knuckle duster. You know, there you, you go. Know, get you some ash. Yeah. Ash. <laughs> yeah, really. <Chainsaw. laughs> Yeah, there's no doubt. Well, did, was there any other characters that kind of ran over we, we we missed out on? There's oh well, Melisandre. Go on. Oh God, you know it went from like, you know, boy 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 home. What do you call it? Boy dream. Boy, you know the the moment the you've been dream. waiting on <laughs> to the oh God, you know I like mean, they lingered on her. Yes, they did. Yes, they and did. So well, and for what a lot of people if they don't know what that necklace was, is it was a glamour piece. And what the glamour piece does is it allows you to essentially be, look however you want. And so that's how she was able to appear so beautiful in front of everybody. I'm happy you told me that because I had some people at work I was talking with and they thought the necklace had the power to bring back, you know, youth or life and that maybe the necklace would be what brings Jon Snow back. And I was like, ah. I don't no. know about that. I can't say it's only glamour. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Because it makes total sense from the books about a glamour piece. But the thing of it is, when that maester tried to poison her, and she just drank it straight down, and you see the thing glow on her neck, there's power in that necklace. But, I mean, there was also, she knew she was about to be poisoned, so she took some herbs and stuff to negate it and everything. But they show the necklace glow when she takes the poison. I'm telling you, there's yeah, something I mean, I'm not else saying there's it. not other powers and stuff in it, but yeah. I I don't see it being the resurrecting of Not Johnson. the resurrecting stone or anything. Right, like okay. I, I don't believe that. But does she do this every night? No. Does she go to bed? I, this was her... She's completely defeated. Yeah, do you feel like she's giving up, or is this I, her nightly routine? I think she's given up. until she, I think she's going to come back, but it's going to be somebody else that resurrects Jon Snow and stuff, and that's what's going to make her be like, oh... You know, this is the prophecy and everything. Now I have something to fight for again. But until that happens, she's tired, worn down, feels betrayed to, and maybe lost a little bit of faith. As long as I don't have to see that again, I'm okay. As long as you get to see the other <laughs> Melisandre. Yeah. She, well, she is an attractive woman the other way. Yeah. Carice uh, Van Hooten, or whatever her name is. Uh, she's a beautiful woman. But 
I don't know, man. Is this maybe like I heard some comments talking about is this her like um like powering down, you know, to build up the strength to do something a little more powerful or something or I don't think so because I mean I can't think that that jewelry piece is taking any magic out of her or anything. I don't know. Because you know, we've seen her without that necklace on. Yeah, and we get the kind of enlightening thing where she's like I saw him in the flames fighting a battle at Winterfell. Yeah. So she feels like the flames have lied to her. She feels betrayed. Yeah. So I can easily see, like you're saying, that she's giving up. She feels defeated or lied to by her red god. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, that's just like, oh, they were telling the truth. You just have to resurrect him, you know, for that to happen. But I mean, she's never never done a resurrection or anything. And so. Yeah, she's only ever seen it. You know, but you know, well, that, we've, we've already got one remix or two remixes on the show. What's to say they don't remix that she can do it? Oh, I mean, very easily they could. But so, I mean, uh, that right there, you know, that's well, not out of the ballpark now. Thoris taught her or sh- told her how he did it. It was, was completely by accident. So whether or not she tries to pray over his body and it, it happens, I don't know. I don't think that'll be the case. I, don't I think, think so somebody else is going to have to do it. It's almost like Thoris had to do it immediately after death. I mean, he's, yeah. this guy's been cold for a long time. He's stiff as a board. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But do you, do you have any takes on John warging into Ghost? Because we we find out that Ghost was right next to him. Uh, I agree. But the thing is, is you see Ghost kind of like nuzzling up to his hand and yeah. stuff, which would seem weird if that's John inside of him. Um, the one good thing I saw that was kind of a take on that though was that it took Bran falling out of a, a tower to get his powers, right? To like a near death or, you know, I mean, basically near death situation brought the powers out of him. Mm-hmm. So maybe something like that could happen to John. Maybe something like that could happen to Arya. You know, that all the Stark children can ward. And that's kind of a cool idea that that possibly could happen. That way, if you think about like Arya being blind. That she could war again, you know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Um, whether or not they'll play on that or not, I don't know. But John, they can play with it a, quite a bit. Cause, they have a lot of different directions they can go with, yeah. with John. I mean, Ghost is a, a like a prominent character almost now. You know, you see him pretty often. Oh, I mean, as soon as we heard him howling, I was like, yes, we get to finally see Ghost again. Absolutely. And they did a great job with his CG this year. Man, he's... Woo. When he's in there and he's snarling at the door, that looks awesome. Yeah, it was quite impressive. I would not want to be the first person through that door, I can tell you oh, that. Oh, hell no. Be like, but, Ollie, go go be a little bit cannon fodder real quick. So yeah. what do you think about that? They got the guys with the crossbows all lined up outside the door, you know, and, you know, Alistair saying, you know, make your decision by nightfall, and I'll let you go, you know, take the Red Woman. Do you think they're food. correct that they would just smoke them as soon as they came through? Oh, they, they would consider them all traitorous and take them down immediately. Yeah, I think they'd be a big threat to what Where is Homeboy going for help? He's going... Oh, Tormund. Yeah, he's going to Tormund. Okay. The wildlings are who owe John their lives. Okay. So. Well, I wanted to get clarification on that because I didn't know if there was something else. No. And it was cool. This is the first time you actually hear the name Dolorous Ed. Yeah, because a, a lot of people probably don't know who he is at all. Well, I mean, did you even know who he was before this episode started? No. Oh, he's been in the show. He's been in the well, show a lot of times, but I've never heard the name. Well, they just call him Ed in the show. Right. But this is the first time you see the guy say, well, we're in a bad way if we're depending on Dollar Ed <laughs> to save us. Um, that's a huge 
callback for the book. This guy is a simple character in the book, but he's also beloved by book fans. And gotcha. Stuff. So, and he's very loyal to John and stuff. So, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm. You know, when you see, you know, some of the things they're talking about for this season, and there is a scene in the previews that shows like Juan Juan taking out a giant door and wall. I'm thinking, like you were talking about, Torment and his group coming to save the day and taking out Castle Black. That's something that I'm really, really hoping might go down. I think this season is going to be jam-packed with action. Like I think we're going to have three or four massive battle scenes. I hope so, because when they do one, it's usually pretty epic. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you gotta, what do we always get? Episode four, episode nine. Those are always monster episodes. Yep. You know, so, but there's so many large events that can take place this season. Yeah. So you just look forward to seeing those types of things. Do you have any sneaky all stars for the season? Uh, right now, just by the speech he gave, I'm Jamie. I think Jamie's going to be a a fan favorite this year. Um, just by what he's planning I'm, on doing. I'm with you on that, and I also think Thorne's going to come out and be a, a major player this season. Who? Thorne? What's his name? The guy from leads the Wilding. Wildlings, not oh, Thorman. 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 Uh, I think he'll be, end up being uh, a big deal this year. Yeah. And I like I said, I hope to see Brienne you know, just continue her all-star path. I hope so, too. There's no doubt. And Do we see Littlefinger even become a big-time player? I mean, we've always been in the shadows, but does he become he'll a – He'll definitely be there. Yeah, I, I don't think he'll ever step out of the shadows, I bet, though. bet money we see him next episode. I mean, there's a few characters we've got to see. We've got to see Brienne. You know, he's up there doing something. Um, I'd love to see Rickon and Asha again. Um, I mean, there's a few people we got to see. I mean, it's been a long time. Yeah. We're going to see Sam. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Me. What's Sam up to? <laughs> well, Sam's... Uh, well, he's up to Gilly. I mean, we know that. Yeah. <laughs> but outside of that... I, I mean, he's supposed you. to be going to Forge's chain, you know, but Do you think also, he's gonna? Oh, I mean, we'll we'll get to there when the episodes happen. I don't right. know if he's gonna reach there or not. But well, he's also supposed to drop his gilly off, you know, and see his good old pops at his family's house. So we'll see how that goes too. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, I don't have anything else, man. It's just another epic episode. You ask me, way to start a season. Oh, absolutely! I absolutely loved it. I just feel so good being back in this world. It's wonderful. Yeah, no, no doubt. I just. Ah, it's a refreshing feeling, you know? <laughs> so refreshing. Great way to end the week. Yes, very much so. Very so. Guys, y'all can always reach us at Bleed TV Podcast on Gmail. We also have the Facebook and Twitter. Uh, don't be afraid to hit us up with comments, thoughts. I mean, we have people who tell us, hey, you know, your show was a little negative, too much this, too much that. We want to hear those things. We want to make it more driven towards the fans and the feedback, and we think that would be what makes the show great to have y'all infused. Um you know, this is just the first episode. We didn't get a lot of opportunity to get out there with a lot of people and didn't write much notes down, but we're going we're gonna to shake it up for next time. Um, but please hit us up. Let us know if you enjoy what you're saying. Give us a positive review on iTunes. We'd love it as well. But uh, other than that, we're just looking forward to next week. And uh, this is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. We'll see you all then. <laughs>